girl, if you don't hurry up and let's go, Grow King Podcast is about to come on, and I am not trying to miss it because of you. Okay, I'm coming. Dang. All right, let's go. I'm about to turn it on right now. Welcome back to Grow Queen Podcast. It's your host, Shakrina. And your girl, Patrice. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. Mm-hmm. We are back with another one for y'all. Um, so, we ain't gonna ramble too much. We're gonna go ahead and start with our weekly check-ins. So, how was your week, Patrice? How was your week, Patrice? <laughs> My week... Patrice, no. <laughs> my week was filled with a kid. No, <laughs> no. Cameron been home all week, sick. Um, it really started on Saturday, so it's just been a continuing thing. Uh, it got worse, but then it got better. Right now, we're just waiting on her, uh, her doctor to give us a note to let her go back to school i was hoping it was gonna be today but it's okay we're gonna start fresh on monday but in regards to this week yeah um it's really just been being home tending to cameron um trying to figure out a flow of what i'm supposed to be doing and um yeah like you would think that if your kid is at home sick that you will be just laid up all day that was my perspective that was gonna be laid up all day but that wasn't cameron's plans she wanted to be jumping around flipping hopping doing everything but resting who child (laughs) oh my goodness but um yeah so just imagine that all week that's been my week (laughs) and we're here um, for me, this has actually been an off week for you, girl. I had a lot of lack of sleep. A lot of lack of sleep. Um, I only went to the gym once out of my oh, four yeah. days. <laughs> we ain't talking about that. Oh, you ain't go to the gym at all? No. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I only made it to the gym one time. But I have been walking the last two days. Um, so I guess that gave me, you know, get some credit. And, uh, yeah, like... It's just been a crazy, hectic... I don't know if the whole week has been hectic. The last day has been hectic. But the week has just been off. Like, it was just something about it. Something I was feeling that just... I don't know how to describe it. Um, But today, I feel a lot better. Today is a lot better. Today is just, you know... Yeah, I don't know. I feel at peace. I feel good. Like, you know, it's it's... Can't say a great start to the week because it's Friday. Right. But it's the weekend. It's a Amen. great start to end the week. Hey, that's facts. But uh, but yeah, that's that's true. So yeah, your girl just been in a weird space, mental space, uh, spiritual space all week. So emotional space. Just have your space. <laughs> <laughs> all my spaces has been weird. But uh, but yeah, but she back now. Right. So, I'm ready to go forward, finish out this weekend strong. Um, but yeah, guys. And I keep forgetting to tell y'all, I got my curology package. Oh, yeah. I had got the sample first. And, you know, see, they be saying in samples, oh, this is a 30-day supply. But they don't be 30-day supplies, okay? However, I did see some good results in that little less than 30-day supply. <laughs> 
<laughs> so my big supply came. You would think that a sample would be like a fourteen day. But um is your is the one you got now bigger? Yeah, it's bigger. Um yeah, it's a two month supply. Oh, it's a two month. Okay, okay, that's yeah. So, but I'm even trying to be careful on how much I use with that because this is really gonna last me two months. I mean, it's bigger than the thirty day, but mm. so we are gonna see. But I'm excited. As soon as I got it, I want to wash my face. <laughs> Girl, I be look. Listen. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes me excited. That was a highlight of my week in the midst of all the sickness. Girl. All right, guys. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into our topic of discussion for the week. This week, continuing on with our relationship series, we're going to be talking about money um, and basically like our relationship with money, how that looks for us. You know, as y'all know, the same thing every week. What does that look like? Um, what does it even look like to have or what does that mean to have a relationship with money? So, yeah, we're going to uh, start. I will just start more so giving y'all the foundation of my money problems <laughs> <laughs> like because that's what it is your girl's broken and broke broke you know but um but yeah so I would say like growing up we didn't have the most money um shoot ask me we didn't have no money at I all I was like <laughs> you made that real cute <laughs> but we was broke y'all listen man struggle. power getting cut off water getting cut off getting kicked out like it, we Evic went through bro, the struggle for real. like okay? i even remember like looking in the freaking pantry and there's like nothing to oh eat oh my goodness okay so my experience or my memory when it comes to lack of food was i remember being in high school because of our whole life we had a food but whatever <laughs> <laughs> i remember being in been high hungry school, all our life. <laughs> right and i didn't have i didn't want to get up early you know you got to be at, at school by a certain time to get breakfast and i didn't want to be up early I was like, man, I'm going to just sleep in and just get there before the bell rings. Then I remember, I said, nigga, we ain't got no food. So I'm like, if I want to eat, my only option for eating is to go to school. Like, it's to right. be at school and eat breakfast, lunch, because I don't know what dinner going to look like. Right. So I literally was like, there is nothing in this house to eat, Trina. The only, the only thing you can do is go to school and get breakfast. So you got to get up right now. You know, like, if you want to eat today, it's going to have to be at school. But, like, that was that was the story so much like you know what I mean like that was just our reality so many times where it's like it was a lack in the house and we just kind of had to make it do what it do I know I think my memory with the food situation is um we lived in this big old house yeah we lived in a big house however I mean you know whatever but me and uh my friend Brianna at the time we were like selling candy bars at school or whatever mm-hmm. um and I don't even know why I had the had the candy bars but I had them at the house and I had them in the freezer and she had came over one day and then went in the freezer to get the candy but like literally there's nothing in the freezer but the candy bars and it you know that's embarrassing mm-hmm. and it was literally like we had no food like yeah. I don't even know what the refrigerator looked like, but the freezer was, like, dead spec empty. All we had was that. I'm pretty sure we had some, like, canned food, like, canned goods. Mm-hmm. And I know mom would, like, be creative when it came to that and, like, put stuff together. But, yeah. But we had a lot of nights of hot dogs and weenies. Listen, and like, that was freaking, I think I was in sixth, I think I was in, like, sixth grade at that time. Out here? Yeah, when we first moved out here. Uh, was that sixth grade? I was a freshman. So you're seventh grade. Oh, seventh grade, yeah. 
Yeah, and I was thinking about that too. That house, it, we, it was a lot of times when we had no money. I yeah. mean, no food. Because it was the summertime too. So it's yeah. like, because just... I remember trying to whip some stuff. Look, I was trying to be a chef because I had saw this this video or like the show where this girl, she was like young and she was like, you know, like a chef. And I was like, look, I'm about to put some stuff together. <laughs> so I had like some chicken, like like all we like all we had was probably like a pack of chicken in a freezer and then a bunch of, like you said, canned goods, like mm-hmm. But no, yeah, our freezer and our refrigerator used to be so and empty and noodles. And I was like, oh, I'm going to season it this way and they're going to taste it and they're going to be like, this is good. But y'all didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all didn't do that at all. But yeah, yeah man, it was, it was a struggle. Even at that same house, like when I talk about water getting cut off, again, the same big old house. Yeah. And we ain't had no water. And I remember like it was the week of my dance recital and i'm like how am i supposed to take a shower like y'all i'm literally in the bathtub with a jug of water and having to wash off that way like mm. couldn't really wash my clothes like it has been a struggle when it comes to our finances like man and i don't know like to this day it's still a struggle yeah but um mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah it's too long mm-hmm. like some gotta give lord but uh but yeah so basically that whole thing like letting y'all know we we had no money we was broke and um so i actually started making money when i was 12 doing hair but i ain't had no saving habits so my money come in my money go out um the first time i learned about budgeting was my when I was 17, when I started working at Taco Bell and I opened my first bank account and the banker had basically like broke it down for me. Like he showed me a calendar, you know, write down when you get paid, write out your expenses on there and then kind of like budget it um, so that you can cover what you need to cover before your next paycheck. So that was like my first experience with budgeting. Like, and at that point I'm 17, like nobody's ever talked to me about saving my money, managing my money. Like, you know what I mean? Like I never had that experience oh well okay before that i remember being in high school and we had watched it was like a summer program thing that they were doing not a lot not summer after school program and then we would watch the dave ramsey videos um so that was kind of like also my first introduction to like managing money and what accounts to open and where to you know invest your money and like retirement accounts and things like that but at that time y'all it was going over my head i don't know what the heck he was talking about i still don't know what the heck dave ramsey could talk about <laughs> but uh you know so yeah it's just been years of me just like i use that budget process like you know majority of my adult life well i'm still an adult but you know and so but i still had a tendency to overspend i still had a tendency to live paycheck to paycheck um and we say this a lot even when we were making like nine hundred dollar checks a week from ot it was like we spent it you know mm-hmm. and then that nine hundred dollars you know was gone by the next check and um yeah because you i just had the mindset that like because you have it you have to spend it um but yeah so that segued into me just now being broke again <laughs> i'm broke broke with debt and I feel like in this walk with God recently, well, this past two years, um, like he's been trying to sh- show me a new method of, 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 you know, handling my finances. Um, but you know, whenever you are introduced to something new, you kind of have to uproot your own habits and mindsets. And I think that was the biggest struggle for me 
to where it was like, okay, God, but then I still kind of had the same habits. Mm-hmm. And so having to really like uproot all of those habits so that I can manage my money the way that he wants me to manage my money mm-hmm. as opposed to managing it the way that I think I should be managing it or the way I feel like, you know, this is the best way or whatever the case is. So, yeah. Um, so I guess we kind of touched on the same. Our our, our backstory is the same. Yeah. <laughs> we were broke. Um, what do you feel like? you started well besides like childhood like was there any area where it kind of like shifted with you and money um I well yeah so okay so I think that my money habits changed when I basically had to provide for myself Mm -hmm. so well yeah as I got older because like we said we it was a struggle growing up you know we didn't have things and I was a kid, you know, like, all my friends would have certain things, and it's like, well, I want those things or whatever. So when I got my first job at 16, when I got my money, I went and bought the things that I wanted. That's exactly what I was just about to say. I was like, because we didn't have it, our mindset was, I'm going to get the things that I want. Yeah. And we kept that mindset. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So it was like, I would get the things that I wanted. Like, I bought the shoes. Well, I wasn't even, like, a sneakerhead, but everybody had a, Jordan, a pair of Jordans, so I went and got me a pair of Jordans, and, Yeah. That was a bad decision. It wasn't a bad decision, but it's like, I didn't even like them. Yeah. But it's like, I got them because of the brand name yeah. and because everybody else had them. Mm-hmm. So I felt that if I had a pair, then it would just do something, you know? Yeah. So I would wear them, but yeah, I just I just felt like I looked awkward in them. Because for one, my feet are already big, like, and then I was skinny. Like, it was just weird. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so with that, when I had those jobs, like, I would do a lot of buying stuff that I wanted like food <laughs> especially food, food. bro let me tell you why food because food y'all used like. to come in the house this be the groceries and then y'all take bags of stuff in y'all own room and be like but this is for me and it's always the good stuff so it's like you know okay well when I get my money I'm gonna give me the good stuff too but you know why I did that because I have that exact same mindset when I get my money, yeah, I'm not sharing. I'm getting what I want to get. So I, I used to take the snacks that I bought for myself because that was with my money. Right. And I take it up to my room. Right. And like, okay, so just backstory. I remember, <laughs> so most kids, when they kids, they be like, when I grow up, I want to do this, right? <laughs> Bro, y'all want to know what the heck <laughs> my dream was when I was, <laughs> when I was a little kid. I used to tell myself, man. I can't wait till I get grown so that I can buy me my own ice cream and eat my ice cream by myself. <laughs> I literally would like watch shows and movies when they could just go in their kitchen and grab a little pint-sized ice cream, sit on the couch and just With eat it. Spoon, yes, right. I was like, I can't wait till I'm able to do that. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to have a refrigerator in my room. Like when I get my own Listen. money. Man, y'all, I was, I, I just, I couldn't wait. So when I got that money, I was like, yeah, like food was definitely priority. Like I bought the same thing when it came to like shoes. I wasn't big on Jordans either, but I did buy some Jordans. I spent, I remember, cause you know, mama gave us like some tax money. I had a hundred dollars. I spent $70 on a pair of Jordans. Yeah. And it's like, because these are, these are brand things, like the Jordans, they, they weren't all that. Like, you know, yeah. you think you would stuff when you got them on yeah. because you like, you a part of the in crowd. But the reality was I didn't really care for them. I still I don't care, care for them right, to this right. day. Like Jordans are not my thing. Now give me a whole bunch of sandals. Yes. Listen. And heels now. But back then I liked sandals and 
Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I even still find myself doing that today. Like, like I'll see like on social media, whatever. Like I'll see somebody, or uh, like recently I was on a page yesterday, and she's like a girl, but she's like a sneakerhead, and like she's showing all these different sneakers and just her like she's just like obsessed with them, and I'm looking at them like okay they cool but i don't have that same obsession but i'm thinking like okay well well you know when i get my money together for real i'm gonna go buy me these things but yeah. it's just like but you don't even you don't like that's them. not even you mm-hmm. but it's just because because the names and the the brandings of those things you think that i need to have those to appear a certain type of way yeah. even but, with vans i remember somebody had gave you a pair of vans and i used to want a pair of vans so bad right and the pair of the shoes you had got they were too small they was like a six so I'm like six and a half, seven. But, bro, when I tell you, I was like, they was cute because I just liked the way they look. Because, you know, yeah. it's a, it was a look. And, like, the, they were too small for me. I literally would, like, squeeze my feet in those shoes and my little dogs be barking. Girl. But I was like, I'm going to wear these shoes because they cute. For and real. they popular. They exactly. in and they go in my outfit. But like, we ain't going to talk about sh- that barking because, first of all, I felt like because my feet were bigger like obviously shoes for my size were bigger you were still kind of able to shop in like the the kids section so it was cheaper whatever so you would have like the nicer shoes and i would try to squeeze my feet in your shoes (laughs) to be at school up here like you know like okay but no because i remember one time we had got like some a pair of shoes from walmart and they had looked like some chucks but they weren't and i had wore them and i think somebody had made a comment about them at school and i would not wear them ever again i didn't wear them again i would just like my feet would be hurting, but what? I would be... Because they were long? Huh? What about the chucks? They weren't chucks. Uh, they looked like chucks. Oh, they were the off-brand chucks. They were the off-brand. Okay. We got them from Walmart, girl. <laughs> Shanika wore them things. Like, I don't care. Girl, you know, people used to... Cause, <laughs> like, so, Shaq... I used to like Payless, right? And I really like Shaq's. I don't know if I liked it because my name, hyphen, like, shortened yeah. is Shaq. But I used to like them. And, you know, people used to bag on Shaq's. Yeah. Like, Jordan's is in. Like, yeah. what are those? But I really like the way those Shaq's <laughs> look. But it was just like, why? And I remember one time this boy, well, the, I think the Jordan's not, this is off the Shaq story, but the Jordan's that I had, um, Shaniqua actually had, like, multiple, like, she had some Nike. She had a whole bunch of different pairs of shoes, but I, the only, I just like wearing those Jordan's. And then all my other shoes was, like, off-brand. Mm-hmm. And the one time this boy had, like, commented on that, he asked her, he was like, why you always got different shoes, but your sister wear the same shoes or whatever? And she told me, I was like, no, you dang old business. <laughs> my business, that's all. But I'm I'm really not big on sneakers. Yeah. Like, if I get a pair of sneakers now, well, not even sneakers, like, gym shoes. Like, I'll buy, like, a pair of Nike, like, running shoes so I can go to the gym. I do like the way those look, but I'm not big on, like, Jordans and, and all that, like, Nikes, like, this one boy got me, he convinced me to buy some, and them things hurt my feet to this day. I just, mm-mm. Girl, I'm like, I think my shoe is, I really do like Vans. I did like Vans a lot. Yeah. But they kind of made my feet look long. But so did Chuck's, but I liked, like, those type of shoes. But um, but I also wanted sandals, but we already know with my feet hold insecurities. But your girl would wear boots. Boots was my thing. I wore boots in the summer. Mm-hmm. I wore boots in the winter. Girl, it was. It, and it's well, actually, to boots in the listen, I'll be have my little boots on with some shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, okay, so back yeah. to the whole situation. Yeah, um, yeah. So then I would just buy the things that I wanted, but I think once I really had to be responsible, and like when I got my phone, um, having to pay a phone bill, uh, moving out and having to actually pay rent, um, my car, getting a car, having to pay a car note, all those things that's when it really clicks for me because it's like 
I did not want to experience what we had already experienced growing yep. up. Like, if you're able to, like, my bills were priority for me. Yeah. And then I would get whatever was left after that. But, um, yeah, so I feel like my money habits became, um, I guess, I guess they changed when, yeah, when I was, uh, forced to adults. Girl. So, um, and then especially with Cameron, like, I just really made sure that bills were priority because no, I wasn't, we weren't doing that. We weren't going down that same road. I was going to be responsible. Even if that meant that I couldn't get what I wanted, like we was going to have a roof over our head. You was going to have some clothes. Right. But, um, yeah, but then once money started to get sparse, uh, I don't know. I guess I just started reverting back to old ways. Yeah. But still trying to keep the same mindset, like, bills got to be paid. But I'm like, if I don't have the full bill, I can't pay it. But not even thinking, like, just put something on it, you know? I'm just kind of like, I ain't got it. So then I'll just go <coughs> spend it elsewhere. Um, and that's exactly what I was just thinking because I was like, I touched on budgeting and, like, how I was taught to budget. Well, not tall, but, you know, but I definitely feel like, because there are a lot of instances, like, think about my car, um, when I was getting unemployment, I was getting 200 a week, my car note was $200, but I was going shopping instead of paying my car note, but you know why I stopped paying my car note, because I didn't have insurance, and they kept asking me about my insurance when I would go pay it, so I was like, I just ain't gonna pay it, <laughs> so avoid y'all asking me about insurance, right. I ain't gonna pay y'all, and so, um, but yeah, so just that, um, and then, yeah, when it would come to, like, the lack if I didn't have enough I would just kind of spend it on what I wanted as mm-hmm. opposed to even like like you said putting it towards something yeah you know what I mean put it towards something or at least try to save it up or whatever the case was um but yeah so I just feel like like I said um well I just feel like with your habits with money basically comes from what you were taught and what you saw what you were exposed to um Cause it's not even intentional. Like you don't tell yourself, "I'm gonna be irresponsible with money." But it, I feel like it's a muscle that you have to to build um, in regards to how you manage your money, and you know what I mean. Because from what you see, like we said, all we saw was you get you get to buy what you want, mm-hmm. and I can't. So mm-hmm. let me get some money so that I could buy what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's your mindset. It's like I can't wait till I get this so I could buy what I want. Like your mindset is never like, oh, I get money I can save. Like even if you aspire for the the bigger things, like or the greater things, like you still have that mindset of like oh, I'm gonna just spend. And mm-hmm. I think that's where my my mindset was. Like I know you said for you. It was like, I ain't trying to experience, you know, what we went through, whatever, as kids. And I had the same mindset, but mine was also extra, like, luxury, right? I like luxury things. Though I didn't, like, buy it when I didn't have the money, but my mindset was like, oh, I can't wait till I get money, and then I'm going to buy all these things. But I feel like even for me now, a lot of what I wanted isn't even really what I want. It was just like, oh, it's attainable, or I could get it. Like, it's it's... Just like we said, like, when you don't have something, you kind of, you you want it, you desire it so mm-hmm. bad. Well, even if it's not truly something that you want, mm-hmm. but it's just like, I can't get it. It's unattainable to me right now. So, your desire, you desire that thing. Um, and so, when you have, like, if you get the money to get it, that's the first thing that you're buying. Even though it's not really something that you yourself really want. You just kind of bought it because it's kind of in. Like buying mm-hmm. Jordans. We didn't care for Jordans, but, oh, I got $100. I'm going to spend that 70 How much? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I feel like 
my shift when it comes to money is more than just like now I don't just be like oh I want this so I'm gonna buy that like you know like I don't know how to describe it I guess I'm not I don't you say what's that responsible (laughs) it's not necessarily responsible I think I just kind of figured out what is it that you truly desire Mm -hmm. and getting what you truly desire as opposed to getting something because you feel like it's in or you feel like you know what I mean like you're not a part of the group if you don't have it like and nobody wants to be the outcast everybody wants to be in and I feel like that's kind of where my mind was before it was just like because to me growing up and the people that I would see like they weren't rich but like you said like they look good their clothes was nice their shoes was nice their hair was done and for me, I felt like I didn't have that experience. Mm-hmm. And so when I became an adult, that was my desire. That's why I said right now, when I was making un- getting unemployment, like I would kept my hair done, kept my nails done, and I stayed shopping, right? Like, but I was avoiding my car note. And so the result of that is I ended up getting my car repoed. And it's just like, and you did all that for what? All the clothes that you bought, they out of fashion, and you don't even wear them. Where they at now? Right. You know what I mean? And so... um, but just yeah like and I still desire to have those things like that upkeep but I don't know it's just I'm not trying to what's the word they be saying uh keep up with the Joneses yeah. like I don't want to keep up with the Joneses I really just want to be true to who I am and my desires um so yeah all right so that's our uh segue that's our our backstory on how we were raised you know like what our upbringing looked like and then when we got money what that looked like um so I would say that when I actually started walking with God he kind of shifted my uh my money habits a little bit um one of the main things is tithing (laughs) so what is tithing for you when did you start tithing me um like the full ten percent, <laughs> or just in general. Um, as long as I have money, I've always given to church. Yeah. So like, if I was in church, um, I would give. I mean, you know, it would be like twenty dollars, but. I think I really started tithing when. Hmm. Like tithing my full ten percent. So there was a after I had Cameron, I was still working the the overnight position or whatever. And then I had applied for a new job. So one day at church, so the new job was by the church or whatever. And after I left church, I went to the job. I sat outside of it and I prayed, you know, God, can I get this job? It's a whole lot more money increase. Blase, blase. So I ended up getting the job. And um, I think it was then that I really started to be like, okay, you need to really incorporate tithing as a priority. Um, and not just what you have left over. So when I would write out my bills, I would also write out tithes and start taking that out of my check. Um, so that's when I would, that's really, really when I started giving my full 10%. And that was, I said, right after Cameron had, I had Cameron. So 2016. Yeah. Yep. For me, I used to think that tithing and offering <clears throat> was basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. I used to think tithing is what you give when you, like, are a member of a church. Mm -hmm. And offering is what you give when you're just visiting a church, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't until 
I think like when I started going back to church because I wasn't tithing in the beginning either um I don't know I don't know if it's because you know our pastors they touch on it a lot about like tithing and what that looks like but I really don't I don't know when I realized that like oh it's not you know like they're different like you tithe automatically and then you you the offering is the extra that you give so the tithing is the 10 percent that's kind of required and then the 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 offering is an addition to that but so i like you know growing up when i did have money and if we did go to church occasionally but but this is the thing too because you know when you're in church as a kid your mom always hand you a dollar Mm -hmm. and like so you just kind of think like that's just tithing right i just give god some change you know like not fully understanding that to tithe means that you're trusting god with your money and so it was more so something that i just did out of habit mm-hmm. but not not the 10 percent, but just giving what i could if i got two dollars i'm gonna give you two dollars right yeah so it's like it was never oh tithe give god 10 percent off of your increase so i don't i really don't remember when that shift happened i know it started it was in 2017 i was going to church but i don't know what caused me to really like shift and be like okay i gotta give god 10 percent mm-hmm so I would I started to budget my check and I would write out that ten percent, you know whatever that check was and ooh that was a dent and I wasn't used to it, mm-hmm. but nonetheless I started to I started to do it, um, and I say like going to church they talk about financial increase a lot and all these things and then I think over the years I would hear more sermons about tithing like mm-hmm. um, I don't recently know. yeah. I don't, yeah, like, the last two, three years or so, like, I don't remember who it was. It's, it's the white dude. Sorry, y'all. I don't know what, what he, what his name is. He came to Mike Todd's thing, too, but I was remember listening to his sermon, and he was basically talking about the first 10%, so he kind of explained it, like, if you got $100, somebody pays you $100 in 10s, he said that first 10 to hit your hand is God's. He said not the 10 off the top, the one, the first one that you get. Granted, it's different when you get a whole check. Right. But he just said, like, get in the mindset of, like, the first thing is yours. So, because even that with tithing, it was, I would pay all my other bills and stuff. Like, I would budget my tithing, but I will do everything first. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, okay, I'll, I'll pay my tithing. But now I've gotten in the habit of doing that first. Like, just giving that off top and you know, than spending what I have, um, whatever. But yeah, I would say like just over the few years I've I've gotten more knowledge mm-hmm. about tithing, um, because initially I didn't fully understand what it meant. And personally, because of the knowledge that I have with tithing, because you know, they always say, Well, people argue a lot about whether or not you should tithe. That's what I was about to say. I battled with it in the beginning. Like I have a note from when I was working at the first job. Um and I was journaling and a guy like, okay, guys, so I just heard <laughs> that when you say, uh, what is it? What is the scripture that they always reference? Give and it shall be given back to you, mm-hmm. whatever. First down chain to get them Yeah, that, that doesn't all, that's not just talking about money. And technically, we, we don't even have to tithe and blah, blah, blah. Like, I remember reading it. And, um, yeah, so I was like, okay, so do I even need to give to you? Do I just feel obligated to do it? Because you don't really receive nothing if you feel obligated to do it or you know so I was just really trying to figure out what to do but like I said after I left that job got to the other job I did start giving but the funny thing about it is when I started tithing my full 10 percent it was a secret like Mm -hmm. I told nobody Mm -hmm. like not even my mans that lived at home with me (laughs) (laughs) 
like I didn't want to tell nobody because I kind of felt it was weird. Yeah. Like I never knew nobody to do it. And for you to come tell me like you giving a hundred and forty dollars a check. Girl. And I'm just like, yeah, I didn't want to tell nobody. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I, I kept it a secret for a minute. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's what. Oh, that's what I was saying. I was like, because when it comes to tithing, you it is uh, so many different opinions. Yeah. About it, and I feel like when it come when in regards to tithing, personally, like I agree with the concept of it, but I would never force anybody to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's the decision that you have to make yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you feel if you own like I'm, I always say this: if you feel like you're obligated to do anything, there's no point in you doing it. Mm-hmm. But that's also why when Pastor does it. God, the, he's looking for a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. If you give God your tithe and be like, ugh, I guess I got to give this to you, he don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he wants you to be like, okay, God, here. Because I trust that, you know, you going to, well, they say you tithe, your tithe uh, rebukes of the devourer for your namesake. And so it's like, okay, I trust that you're going to protect me from whatever. It even that, I, they would say that, me. but I didn't even know what it meant. Like, I'm just right. like, okay, you know what? I'm going to just tithe. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, I feel like when it comes to church, uh, like it's not necessarily their not the lingo what's that word jargon like it's just stuff you got to read in the bible you know what i mean but there's a lot of church jargon that kind of goes over your head unless you know and so like i tithe off of habit or just you know like i just felt like i said i felt like it was just something that i was supposed to do um and then in uh, regards to the 10%, again, I was just giving that. But I feel like sometimes it was occasional. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I would budget it. But if my budget didn't did not equate to what, you know what I mean? Like, what I needed, that tithe wasn't getting paid. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the mindset to be like, no, the tithe has to get paid. It's a mandatory requirement. It was, okay, I budgeted you, but I'm a little short here. So I'm a, you know, and I, I struggle with that a lot in regards to like, do I budget? I mean, do I tithe or do I pay this bill? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do first? So having to trust God and give God in your lack, like, that was hard. Right. It's still hard. But um, it's I'm a, I'm a little more more conditioned now. Um, but I also learned that, like, tithing was more than just money. Like, I last year I did it where I was tithing the first. I was giving God 10%, the first 10% of my day. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, there's 24 hours in the day. I was giving God two hours and 40 minutes, right, when I woke up. Um, but... But yeah, in regards to the financial aspect of tithing, it, it it's been a like I had to learn mm-hmm. what it meant. And when I also got in the Bible and started reading for myself, like not even the scripture that everybody referenced when it comes to tithing, but there's so many other areas when he talks about like just the things that he would give to you or the things that he would do for you, just in regards to you taking care of his house, right? Like or like I don't know, I think it's um don't get me lying. I'm about to lie. I'll tell you where this board is in the Bible. Because I don't know. But I do remember, like, doing some Bible study, I think, last year. And just kind of seeing things differently. That's why I say, like, when it comes to tithing, I won't say it's a personal preference. But I will say, do your own research. And go to God for yourself. Yeah. Like, don't do it out of obligation. Don't do it because, you know, that they tell you to do it at church. But make sure that it's something that you you believe in. And for me, I feel like it's something that I do believe in. And so, because as of this past year, like, I've seen God show up for me financially. You know what I mean? Like, it might not have been the million dollars that I want. But, 
he he has given me like the scripture tells you he will supply all your needs and I do feel like God has supplied all my needs and I've gotten to a place where it's like okay God like I, I genuinely trust you with my finances like before it was a little shaky it was a little rocky I don't know if I trust you for real mm-hmm. but now I, I feel like I'm confident in in giving him that 10% even in my lack because like right now I ain't got no money so the money that I do get coming in it's like really I need all of what I got yeah but I'm still going to give you what's what's owed to you um and so yeah so I've kept that mindset um and that habit when it comes to money and I feel like because I do that like he's also been like shifting my mindset when it comes to just my habits with money um I don't know, like, we, I did a whole course with him last year. Not just money, but my credit. Um, like I said, my desires, like, the things that I want, like, money for. Like, why do you want money, Shakrina? And then, because you ask anybody, why do you want money? So I could buy the things that I want. You know what I mean? Like, now, I want money, yeah, for my needs and my wants, but I also want to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. And that's not just the churchy part of me talking. Like, I genuinely am, like... I see the needs and I want to supply that need, but I know that I need finances to do it, you know? And it's not just because God said do it, but it's genuinely like I want to. And it's weird for me because it's not in the sense of I see a homeless person and I want to help a homeless person, but more so like on a on a different scale, like I want to put things in position to help people, like put things in place that's going to like, help people like I want to help people um like understand money like you know I want to help them like manage their finances better like I don't like people being in poverty and I know that it's because of certain habits you know and so it's like if I'm able to educate people and put them in a position to where that they can um you know learn how to properly manage their money then like I, I want to do something like that and uh yeah, whereas before, I really was just like, God, I want money so I could buy me a mansion, so that I could travel, so that I could buy my car. Like, it was just about me, you know? And he's really shifted it towards, like, I consider other people. And then I, I got to a point where it was like, I don't want nothing. I just want to give everything to everybody. And then, but it was just like, you still got to take care of you too, yeah. you know? So, like, now I'm finally in a place where it's like, I found the balance, you know? It's not all about me. It's not all about them. It's like... Because that's what one of the scriptures, too, where he says, I would give you enough to supply what you need and still have extra to bless. You know what I mean? So it's like you don't get the money and you give it away. You literally, like, I gave it to you to get what you need and then the extra to bless, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man. Yeah, I feel like just how, to piggyback where you were talking about how you, like, fully trust God with your finances I feel like I still struggle in that area it's like yeah I give I tithe and things like that but when I have lack because this is the thing when I was tithing before um like I said the the new job had a higher increase in pay Mm -hmm. so it was I was still able to tithe and still be good so I think recently like tithing and with little has like really challenged me because it's like do you trust that God can, you know, do the rest? So I still do, um, like, once I get anything in my hand, the first thing that I do is tithe. 
but with the rest of it I still do kind of stress like okay I don't do I have enough for everything else not fully like resting in the fact that if I gave God my 10 percent then he's they say give God the first 10 the 90 percent is blessed yeah like I think I forget the last part. Yeah, when I heard that, that did bless my life. I forget about that too, but in that season, it did bless my life. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, well, the other part is blessed, but I still be stressing like, okay, but I don't have enough to do this. I don't have enough to do that. Um, So, yeah, I think that in regards to me, because my mindset was like, my bills need to be paid. Like, I don't want to be living in poverty. I don't want to be living in lack. When I feel as though I have little and I'm already given to you, and I'm not seeing anything, it kind of makes me, like, I don't know, like, question, like, okay, does this even really work? Yeah. You know? But, um, yeah, so I think that he's still working on my mindset when it comes to money. I feel like I have, I am doing a little bit better, though. I'm doing a lot better than I used to. A lot better. Because girls be stressed. Yeah. I think one thing, too, because I know we talked about this the other day, um, in regards to the God shall supply all your needs or just what you said, like, I get the money and then I give him 10%, but then it's like, well, what do I do with this, right? Is mm-hmm. it going to be enough? And for me, I've I've had the mindset to where it's like, God literally supplies my needs. So if I tell God that I need something and he gives me what I need, I get what I need, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas... Like, with you, your mindset is like, okay, I got this, but this bill is due, so I got to pay this bill. Mm -hmm. And so it does kind of look irresponsible because it's like, oh, well, you know, I need, like, for me, like, personal hygiene stuff. Okay, I need $50 to get my hygiene stuff, and, like, I get the 50 or whatever, a little more so that I could tithe, and it's like, but maybe I should be putting this somewhere else because I also need my phone bill paid or whatever the case Mm -hmm. is. And But when you were just saying that right now, about trusting him I think also what he what he's done is it's because it's not only do you trust God with your money so yes he'll bless you with the money but he also wants you to go to him and ask him what to do with it Mm -hmm. like he wants to direct you on where to put your money and how you know what I mean so but if you're you you're in this mindset I'm not talking about you but if you're in this mindset of like okay I get the money and I just got to pay the bills and I just like everything needs to be paid like what if he told you to to get this instead because he already has that bill covered? You know, like somebody will bless you to cover that bill or whatever the case is, but you didn't stress yourself out to pay that and it was already going to be covered. So if, you, if you're you getting the money or whatever the case is and you are automatically telling yourself, okay, well, I got this, so I need to pay this, so I need to cover this. And then later on, you it's something that you need, mm-hmm. you know, because and and you can't get it. Like, I did do that in the beginning with a lot. Like, I would be like, oh, I'm going to pay this. Or, you know, like, I'll, I'll get the money and, like, I'll pay a bill and I'll exhaust all of my all of my income on bills. But then it's like, again, personal hygiene products, I'm, I'm low on, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's one thing that he's been covering a lot for me is, like, my hygiene. But, but yeah, so when I'm like, okay, dang, now I got to, like, stretch whatever whatever personal hygiene product I don't got. Um, until I can get some more money or whatever the case is. But one thing that he did um, when I was working last year, like one of my big checks, y'all. Well, wasn't a check, but it was a week. It was a good week. <laughs> Three days, I made like $1,000. But, um, and so when I had that money, like I knew how much money I was getting. Because I think by the end of the week, um, I started calculating it. And with that, again, with the bills. So I was like, okay, I'm going to cover this bill and I'm going to cover this and I'm going to do this. And literally... So that was my mindset, and I was—I think I was gonna pay it, but I hadn't got around to it yet. And I come home, 
and I'm talking to mom and she's talking about the rent and how she's like short, you know, $500 or whatever. And again, I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay the bill, try to help out and pay the bill. And God literally told me, give your mom that 500. Mm-hmm. So I was like, God, I was going to pay the bill with this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's like, give her the money. So I told her, I was like, I got it. I'm going to give you the money to pay. But then at the same time too, she actually needed about $700. And so I was trying to give her the whole seven. But then I was like, if I give her the whole seven, that I still need things. You know what I mean? Like, because I was like, okay, I'm going to put the five, put, pay this, and then I'm going to take this and get, like, my hygiene stuff. And I was like, but I wanted to give her the whole seven. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you told her to give me the money for the rent, so I'll just give her. But when I really started to calculate it in my head, I said, Shkina, that doesn't make sense. Why would you give all of what you have to where you don't have anything to get what you need mm-hmm. you know so he told me to give the five not the seven mm-hmm. and i really had to battle with that and i was like okay give her the five and you still take that other two and get whatever that you need like because i give her the seven and i'm going to god i still need right you know he's like i to- i gave you what you needed yeah and then i told you what to give you right. know, and so it it's, it was me having to shift my mindset with that because we automatically assume money comes in, bills need to be paid, or this need to be done, so that's where it needs to go. But it's let God order that for you, like let God direct you on where to put your money, and not like I said in the irresponsible way, like what we like, oh I ain't got paid, I'm gonna go buy some clothes. God ain't gonna tell you, like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he I ain't gonna tell you what God ain't gonna never tell you because sometimes he says some stuff that you be like, <laughs> you sure? But um. But no, yeah, I I would my suggestion, my advice would be like if it when it does come to trusting God, is get when you get the money, bless him, you know, give him his ten percent, but then ask him what he wants you to do with it, like what? Because even sometimes you think, oh, this is what it's for, and it ain't what it's for. But I know with me, I think lately because I'm specific on what I ask him for. So it's like when I get it, that's what I need it for, you know, or like, but I'll literally get down to the to the nitty gritty. And but I just be like, God, I just trust you. Like, yeah. I trust you because you came through before. You ain't failed me yet. You might not have covered everything on my list, but I, look, you didn't came through on some stuff. You know what I mean? And it might not have been the way that I wanted it done, but it was done nonetheless. And so. um, But yeah, so I just say, like, he wants you not only to trust him like as far as like giving but trust him to to like let him guide you and lead you on where to put that money like what to do with that money you know where to spend it and stuff like that so yeah because like i said he might have something set up for somebody to bless you to pay a bill or even the shoot the, the company must it, there's a blessing in place and if you go and you exhaust it or and you go and you pay it you didn't block that blessing that you were supposed to get, you know, because, oh, you stressing about it. So you're trying to get all the money to save up and pay it, and then you pay it. And I think he did that to you one time, I think, when you paid your credit card, or you were trying to pay your credit card, like, earlier last year. And it was just like, that ain't what I was supposed to do with it. You know what I mean? But, um... Oh, yeah. But, because you were stressed. He was like, oh, this is exactly... I think what's the exact amount you needed. But you was like, but I can't tie. There's something it was. And it was just like, I don't think that's it. And then something else came up, and that's like... Okay, I'll put it there instead. But yeah, sometimes we'll stress, stress and uh God is like I got it covered. Like you just you just have to trust that he got it covered. And again, he might not cover it the way you, you want it covered. Like with me, I'd be like, Give me the money and he'd be like, Go ask this person right. <laughs> Go tell this person to pay and I'd be like, Bro, 
But uh, but yeah, it's just a matter of not only trusting him, but like with giving it, but also trusting him to guide you and show you and lead you um, on how to invest it. Because that also goes ties into the giving aspect. Like God wants us to give to others, right? Like God wants us to bless. He wants us to be a blessing. But if you're so consumed in what you got going on, like you can't be the blessing that he needs you to be. Mm-hmm. Even in your lack, he's going to tell you to bless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he like, you know, and give your whole check. We both have to do it. Give your whole, my what? <laughs> the mm-hmm. whole thing. Give the whole thing away. And it don't make no daggone sense. But trust that whatever he's telling you to do, like he has a, he has a plan. Um, it's hard. I say it, but it's hard. Um, but yeah, so any other advice you got to give? Mm-mm. All right. Well, we're going to head wrap it up this week for y'all. And um, yeah, we shall see y'all. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Adios. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Grow Queen Podcast. Don't forget to follow us over at IG at Grow Queen Podcast. Feel free to reach out to us, ask us questions, and just chat with us. We'd love to hear from you all. Thank you again for tuning in, and we will talk to you all next week.